Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Thriving Talk. This is me, Tim, sitting down with my dad for another episode. How are you doing today? I'm doing good and I'm glad that this is our 25th episode. Uh, I think we have been pretty consistent, so I'm happy about that. I think there were, I don't know, five, six episodes which were done with some others. But So basically we are almost uh, going to have 20 episodes together, so... I'm so glad about that. Apart from that, I uh, had my medical checkup last week and everything is fine. And uh, yeah, so so no complaints, as one of my co-workers used to say. I'm doing better than I deserve. A reminder to all our listeners, Thriving Talk is available on many different platforms like iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and more. So as you said, we this is our 25th episode as a thriving talk. So you want to talk about our viewers a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think our viewership has been uh, pretty consistently growing. Um, and uh, uh, when we look at the podcast platforms, we have YouTube, and then we also have in the podcast platforms, which is basically um, many, many platforms. I see that a majority of our um, listeners are from United States, but we also have people from Germany, Australia, UK, France. Um, then I see Portugal, Poland, India, Oman, UAE, Bulgaria, and some 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 countries like that. So uh, I think I'm very encouraged by seeing that uh, you know this is uh, reaching. And I was looking. One of our most uh, listened episode is the purpose of life. Uh, mm-hmm. Just got more, uh, you know, people listening to that compared to many other episodes. Of course, when you look at the YouTube, uh, my testimony episode, uh, I think has more views. But yeah, in in general, I'm happy that uh, we are making um, some progress in different areas. So as uh, this new year has started, I look forward uh, to be more, uh, you know. Impactful and more useful for uh, the kingdom purpose. So yeah, I'm happy about everything. Yeah, it's good to see that other people from other countries, some that I don't even know, are listening to our podcast. So and I think uh, a lot of people actually who have spoken to me appreciate you because oh. uh, more than me answering questions and people interested in listening <laughs> to what I have to say, <laughs> they have more interest in I think listening to what you have to ask. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so let's get started with today's episode. So Looks like you're very serious. Okay, let's get started. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. T- so today I want to talk about true and fake Christianity. So what does it mean to really be a true Christian and how do we do that? So I just want to start off with a s- simple question. What is a true Christian and what is a fake Christian? Yeah, that's an interesting topic, and it can take uh, a long, long time to go into the details, but I will try to explain it in a very simple way. Mm. So what is a true Christian? So for everything original in this world, there is also fake. You know, if there is a currency note, f- have you seen a dollar or any currency note of, um, I would say, $7 or $23? No, right? Yeah. So there is no fake for that, but 10 20 you know, the bills which are available, there will always be uh, fake. That's true with uh, everything. And then in, when it comes to our Christian faith, 
Uh, let me start by something which Billy Sunday said, you know, going to church does not make you a Christian any more than going to a garage makes you an automobile. Going to a church does not make you a Christian any more than going to a garage makes you an automobile. So, uh, when we talk about real Christianity, it's more than going to church. It's more than uh, the fact that you were born in a Christian family. It's more than having a, maybe a biblical name or a Christian name attached to your name. It's about having a true relationship with Christ. It's having a true relationship and a daily walk with God. Um, why this is a little um, dangerous is because um, many times people start with real intentions and they walk for a, a period of time in real, true relationship with Christ. But then as time goes by, they can... Um, Learn the art of Christianity. I don't know. That's the first time I'm using that word. But, you know, how to, how to uh, you know, lead a life where uh, even though your relationship and your, um, uh, you know, reverence to God and Christ, the fear of the Lord is all gone, but still you manage a status quo. And some people actually uh, get involved in different ministries. Uh, maybe they become... Uh, leaders in some sense, but they have lost their truth um, and then they basically fake uh, as people who know and uh, who know Christ and who have a relationship with God while uh, leading a double standard life, you know, um, public image versus the private life is totally different. And that has uh, caused a lot of problems in the past as we see many people falling, especially people who had been famous and who have been known by the world as giants of faith and all of a sudden you see that they fall and then you go back and people investigate and find that it was not a fall which happened uh, immediately or in all of a sudden but this was something which is going for, you know, for for years so the fact is um, if you are not leading a true real um, christian life uh, then where you end up is you end up leading a fake and then what that will lead you into is you will end up being a, a fake Christian in your life. So, so that's what uh, I think uh, is a very basic thing. You have to be real in, with, uh, in your relationship with God and um, you know, in your walk with God. And it has to be a daily experience. So. so I'm getting straight into it. So how do we lead a true Christian life? Yeah, a true Christian life is a daily walk with Jesus Christ. Um, and it involves disciplines. Okay. When we say disciplines in today's generation, a lot of people may dismiss it. But the truth is that these disciplines should not be seen as um, legalistic disciplines or something you do to achieve anything. Okay. Right? In Christian faith, one important thing is you have to really believe with your heart and you have to f give your life willingly. It's not like, you know, you can force somebody to become a Christian or something like that. That's not a biblical concept. But at the same time, um, when you are giving your life to Christ, and um, you, when, when I said about the disciplines, prayer life, reading the Bible, because if you don't read the Bible, you don't know the will of God. You will not know what God expects from us. And, uh, you know, participating in the church, obeying what the Bible teaches. So there are different aspects to it. So some aspects uh, may not lead you to have that true life, which is expected. For example, 
If you go to church every Sunday, you sing in the church, you maybe play instruments, or you are doing something, even you may be giving an exhortation in the church, right? But then um, you don't have a daily walk with the Lord and relationship with the Lord, then, you know, it, it, it will very soon end up being a, uh, you know, a life which is fake. Yeah, so that is why uh, how to lead a true Christian life is the first thing we have to be careful and mindful is that we have a, a close relationship with God and we are walking daily with Jesus, obeying the commandments and we are having a desire to know more about what God wants from our lives. So to be a real Christian and to grow, like what part does spiritual growth play? I know we can maybe do a episode on spiritual growth later, but can you say in short what part does spiritual growth really play in us like growing in yeah Christian? yeah spiritual growth is a subject i think we should do some episodes on that uh, by itself but um, since you asked that question yes absolutely spiritual growth if you don't if you're not growing you know basically that can put you in a dangerous situation and can lead you <coughs> sorry can lead you into that uh, situation where you're leading a fake Christian life. So, uh, what do you mean by that? Um, first of all, we need to understand that we are in a battle, and that battle is between the f desires of the flesh and the being led by the Holy Spirit. Okay. Um, so, we sh should know that um, there is a Bible talks about uh, three types of people. Uh, one is called as the natural man, the second is spiritual man, and third is a carnal man. Okay. So what does it mean? Uh, a natural man is a normal person who is outside of Christ, like who doesn't know Christ. Spiritual man is the one who is actually leading a life. Carnal is uh, somebody who is immature, who doesn't know, who even after knowing Christ, you know, are leading their um, life. So let me let me so just uh, talk a few things about it. What is not spiritual growth, right, when you talk about it? Um, I want to bring your attention to the book of Revelations. A few things from there, you know. Um, there, there is a message which is given to the churches. So I want to bring like five of those things quickly. Um, first, there is a church called as Ephesus. Um, they were very good in few things, but Jesus says you have, you have lost your first love. Okay. Um, there was another church, Pergamum. They did not deny the name of Jesus, but... Um, you know, they were also uh, people who were holding on to false teachings. Um, there was another church, Tuvatira, uh, you know, they they had uh, work, love, service, faith, everything, patience, everything, but they were permitting uh, false teachings, right? And then uh, there was another church, Sardis, uh, they had a reputation of being alive. That's exactly what the real... Christianity versus fake Christianity, because I think that's a good one. But Revelation says, but you are really dead. You have a reputation of being alive, but you're really dead. And okay. uh, of course, when we look at the Corinthian church, uh, there was spiritual gifts, everything, but people were also leading life of immorality and immaturity, and there were divisions in the church. Mm. So I want to bring back that uh, thing, right? What was yeah. happening in the church in Sardis uh, is that they had a reputation. So they are known to be alive. In yeah, Christ but they were actually dead. So if you dead. read Revelation chapter 3, verses 1, you will read that. So Bible actually teaches us that walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill lust of the flesh. 
right? Okay. And uh, I'm reading, I'm telling this from Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. And verse 25 actually says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So one thing we have to understand is spiritual growth actually takes time. It's not like... Uh, it's not a sudden process. Yeah? It's, it's not, not a sudden, yeah. yeah. It's not like, you know, overnight you... Because as we read the Bible, as we hear messages, as we learn God's word... We have to renew our mind and we have to change our lifestyle to be more and more like Christ and we grow. So that means we'll have to get rid of wickedness, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, evil speaking or slandering someone. So all these things needs to go out of our life and we need to be led by the Spirit. So coming back to your original question, yes, spiritual growth is absolutely needed to maintain a real Christian life because if we are not growing uh, we will we can become carnal Christians which is like people who are just following their flesh okay. but in theory or by, by words they may claim to be Christians but practically they are not leading a spirit-led life so any warnings so that we as Christians so that we keep that faith in Christ and so that we remain real yeah, yeah. This is this is a very um, important thing where we need to have that balance, right? Okay. So we should not be living a life with the fear that oh, I am fake, I am fake. No, that's extreme side. But you should be truthful in your walk. So you should not have anything to worry about. You should not worry unless your life is exhibiting those worrying signals. I will tell you a few things here. Yeah. Um. We should watch our own life. We should evaluate our own life. Many times we are good in evaluating other people. Yeah. Isn't that true? <laughs> <laughs> we may say, oh, this person doesn't come to church. This person doesn't do this. This person doesn't okay? close eyes. This person is not uh, clapping hands. You know, we, we may say a lot of things, right? Yeah. But I think the main thing is we know about ourselves more than anyone else. What is the reality, right? Um, if people ask us, hey, did you pray today? We can say we prayed. But only we know whether we prayed sincerely or not. Or we just prayed because of formality. Do you agree with that? Yeah. People ask, did you read your Bible today? Right? We can say, yeah, I read the Bible. But only we know whether we actually read, we actually read with a good heart. heart to know what Bible actually teaches and what God has to tell us. Right? <coughs> so what we need to do is... Um, we need to evaluate ourselves and few things I'm saying is right. So what is the risk of a, a person who is leading a, a Christian life is they can backslide. So backsliding is an experience in which they go back, 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 back. To their old like baggage. And And then in, in some cases they may not like leave the faith or the church. But backsliding actually can exhibit in different ways, right? So sometimes the backsliding... Um, you know, the one of the, the first signals of backsliding is you lose interest in things pretending to God. And then all of a sudden you ask, oh, the service is very long. You know, or you may say, like, you know, why do we need to meet this much? Why do we need to pray this much? And you start skipping church services. You know, you start skipping the... The gathering of the saints or the people. Because you don't have an interest in it? You don't have an interest. But then for formality's sake and just because you have you know that your Christianity is actually identified, you are you are identified as a Christian by at least one thing that is going to church on Sundays, 
So you end up going to the church on Sundays. But you don't know. You don't have any other thing. So Monday okay. to Saturday you do your own. You don't have any involvement with the church. You do you are there for everything else except for spiritual matters. So you are not there if there is an outreach. You are not there if there is a community event. You are not there when uh, there is a prayer. You you never show up in fasting prayer. You never show up in intercessory prayer. You ne- like you you are not there for anything but so, Sunday. Like Sunday Christian. Sunday Christian. You just make sure because in your mind somewhere it's there that I need to be in the church, right? Yeah. So I'm not judging or I'm not painting a broad brush and saying that everybody who only comes is bad. But I'm saying everybody can evaluate themselves. They may be doing something else which is also equally important. But we, that should, we should identify that as a signal in our lives. So lack of interest, uh, then we will be interested in more worldly things. Uh, one of the things very common is somebody skipping a Sunday service and going to play. Sports. Sports yeah. or something. Right? And with somebody who could avoid something decides to go and do something. Right? Somebody who is ignoring uh, things which will help them to grow spiritually while feeding to their flesh or their carnal nature. Right? So those are all warning signals. So how are they really exhibited is you show lack of interest in going to church. You you withdraw yourself from things you were doing. You... You have, so Bible actually tells us, don't get tired in doing good. You know, yeah. knowing that your reward is from the Lord and you need to have the perspective of, okay, if I'm doing anything, I'm doing it for the Lord. I'm not doing it for man. And so what that helps us, helps you is to be persistent and consistent until the Lord wants you to do something. So remain. Yes. But when what happens is, when we lose the reality and all those things. I'm not trying to say that they will end up in a fake experience, but what happens is we slowly, slowly backslide, you know, we, we, we don't go and we don't get involved and then all of a sudden everything becomes negative for us. We see all the negativity and that is a very dangerous signal. And then you, because of your inheritance and all, you know, some people especially who have come from a Christian background, they're not going to go back and uh, follow any other religion in most cases, right? For formality. Yeah, so think about this. Somebody who came from a different background comes to faith and they become a Christian. If they backslide, what will happen? They'll they will go, go back to their old faith. But a person who grew up in a Christian family, if they backslide, what will happen? Tell me, what do you think? Um... They will stop going anywhere. Yeah. They're not going to go back to their old faith. Or they may they go to a, some place which suits their desire. Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they may just go, right? But So if we do this, w- wouldn't it be like we're basically kind of leaving Christ? It could be. Okay. It could be. And yeah, so if you are a Christian, so what will happen? So that is why we have <coughs> there's so many people who used to be Christians, at, you know, when I say real Christians at some point, but now either they become fake Christians in the sense like they come and they do all these things, but they don't have a relationship or faith. But then there are also some people who um, just stop going to church or anything for that matter. And they will have all the excuses to make, right? But really what has happened to them is they have moved away from faith without them knowing or realizing it, right? So that is a warning signal we should be watchful. But Again, personal life is very important. What is your uh, desire towards reading the word of God? 
what is your desire towards praying spending time with the lord and you know all those spiritual disciplines we talk about um you know so that also matters so if if that's not happening that really means that uh, you're on the wrong track so uh, many times uh, outside we may not be able to identify that if the person continues to be part of the church or continues to attend the service and everything um it's a little difficult if somebody goes then we can know okay that's fine uh, we will may be able to some help but sometimes what happens is a fake christian can continue to be in that fake state for long years and they will lose the complete desire to even be really back unless they trans because they they have lived that life for long and they got comfortable with that but in the initial stages it's easy to come back because when they hear a message they read a word or they hear something you know they have the desire okay i want to be back i want to be like really following christ but if you have led years like that it's very difficult you need a really uh, transformative touch from the lord you know god has to really touch your life if you want to come back but a lot of times the sad part is then they get into politics they get into all these unwanted stuff um and they they play games and everything you know not not real games but you know it's political games church games yeah. you know in the sense like yeah. <laughs> doing stuff which is not our focus uh, or which should not be our focus our focus should be to glorify god and serve him and uh, do his purpose in our life right but then they get into all these things and manipulation and everything and they lose out without realizing that this is actually going to impact their eternity and they have lot to give an answer to the lord one day right about everything they have done so so uh, my suggestion or what i'm saying is the best place to check is do a self evaluation to see whether you are in faith or not so basically we have to have a like uh, how do i say this we have to be both to ourselves or true to ourselves that we actually are following god we have to be true to ourselves that's a number yeah. one step because nobody can tell you that if a pastor comes and tells you hey you are not really following christ you may challenge that part pastor right you yeah. may say oh no i'm real i'm in the church i'm doing this i'm doing that you can justify yeah but the fact is okay that's fine you can justify to a pastor but are you can you justify to god who knows everything mm. right and are you really following christ and sometimes i want to tell you one more danger sometimes people can be fake in the sense like when they lose the essentials of christian faith they may get involved in doing something which they are okay to do or they are fine with doing to cover up everything else okay, okay? i will okay. give you one example okay. you don't like to pray you don't like to um basically you are not doing anything okay. but uh, you will say every week i will go and uh, feed the homeless or feed the you know yeah Me. who needs food and you feel very happy i did something but all everything else in your life is in a misery same thing holds in many other so cases so covering up your basically something you like you're covering up but you don't like by doing that thing yeah or you may not do anything but you send money to for missions every month you send some money to missions and feel happy that oh i did that so i don't need mm. right you don't you don't pray you don't do anything you don't you know get involved in the church you are not involved in the local ministry in any ways and uh, you never do anything which you need to do but then you you cover it up with other things no, no, you may say that oh i'm i'm helping a child in 
this country or that country and you feel good about it and you will justify to others that you you are not doing it but when i am doing it so i'm good but i think that at the end of the day i will say that that the reality is that we should all be truthful to ourselves and uh, we should do an evaluation to make sure that we are not getting into this face of fake leading a fake christian life but we should be real so thank you for sharing and i hope this helps all of us to make sure that we are not backsliding and that we keep and we have that trust in god so to all our listeners thank you for listening in the coming weeks we'll be coming back with more episodes of thriving talk and i'll be asking more questions as we said in the beginning this episode is available on many platforms make sure to listen to thriving talk um also do not forget to follow or subscribe to thriving talk on your favorite platform um also remember that my dad has a newsletter which comes out every other week he shares a lot of good information um the link to the newsletter is in the show notes feel free to subscribe to the newsletter we'll be back but until then remember that we need to keep our faith in jesus and walk a daily life with him yes thank you everyone god bless you all